is a cold silence that we don't dare speak. There's a wall between us and a river so deep. We keep pretending that there's nothing wrong. There's a code of silence and it can't go on. Bertrand 
said himself, his own memoirs, by himself, that he was sent to the to, to Russia to help set up the communist system and teach it in universities. And he did that. He was one amongst many who was sent out to do that and begin the the very primal beginnings of communism for China. China is now the model state for the world, according to the United Nations. In other words, we all must emulate China. For those who have studied China, it's a rather horrifying picture where you have this people who have never really known freedom, at least individual freedom. They've never had anything to do with American-type freedom. And it's an alien concept. existing 
wealthy, rich aristocracy of the planet to bring into being a new type of creature to serve this wealthy aristocracy. And that happens to be you and I and your own offspring. Billions and trillions of dollars have been pumped into the system of entertainment. Because through entertainment, you're given a fictitious reality, a reality which you begin to emulate. It appeals to everything that you have as a drive. Every drive within you is drawn out and amplified. You see it in perfection on the screen. You try and copy that in your own personal lives, and it doesn't quite work out that way. Then you have the talk shows on television and so on that deal with the fallout when you try to emulate it and it doesn't work out well. And you wonder what's wrong with you. And you have your Dr. Phil's and all the rest of them who give you quick answers within an hour off the illusionary television. And people believe it. They believe it. They become what they see on the television screen. We are heading in to hell. And if we don't wake up very quickly to what's happening, it's all over and done. The economy has been carefully manipulated to make the public think that things are just falling apart through independent bankers and so on, and nothing is further from the truth. Bankers were never independent. They're all connected, always have been interconnected, even when they caused the first Great Depression. It's a show for the public. The public don't riot when there's no one to blame. And once again, we're doing the same thing here. We are run by a handful of corporations. These corporations own everything on the planet, all the resources, everything you need to live. The only thing they don't own, technically, is the air you breathe, and even that they pollute with their aerial spraying. They own your food supply. They own what goes into making your food supply. Look at the five big corporations. They're really all one. The five points of masonry, what their five pointed stars that own the entire, the entire food supply of the planet. Look at all the thousands of the top geneticists they employed. They alter everything that you eat. And if you believe for an instant that it was to make a better carrot or a better potato or whatever, then you're already gone. Food has always been used as a weapon. Before World War II, books were written by war industry establishments on the ability to use food as a weapon. We're seeing it used on a whole populace, and the health of the populace is going down rapidly. The public don't know. 
Canada was a test baby for genetically modified food. Canada found out when it broke out in Britain when Mr. Blair was passing laws to make it mandatory that they must use the GMO foods. It broke out from Britain that Canada was already being tested with it. We didn't know in Canada so much for democracy. They then pulled out the big wigs, the David Suzuki's, the, the, the UN certified specialists who have grown up with, who love furry animals and would never lie to you, to placate us and, and just feel it's all very nice. Don't worry about it. And the, the CBC of Canada, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, our tax money funds, this is, this is the BBC of Canada, told the public, don't worry, the scientists are in control. Like Big Brother wouldn't hurt you, would he? Yet look at the history of India. Look at the Brahmins and how they kept people in servitude for thousands of years by restricting their diet. There are a few basic things. Food has always been used as a weapon of warfare. In a, an era when supposedly science has reached its pinnacle, when they can cure so many things, they can create a brand new human being from scratch, not only cure it of imperfections, but perfect it completely by removing the bad genes. You just can't find a cure for cancer or anything else for that matter. They can treat you for the rest of your life, however long it is, or however long you can afford to pay up. They just can't cure you. But they can make a brand new you by selective gene splicing and so on. And this is the pablum we are fed day after day after day, year after year, and the public can't catch on to it. Even when people like myself give you the histories of the peoples who've published books on the agenda from the top, they can't believe it's actually happening. And lo and behold, it truly is happening. The problem is to retaliate against the system, which you can see is totalitarian, every day in newspapers. If you can't get that through your head, uh, you've got a problem. Everybody on the planet is being tracked. Everyone on the planet is to be tracked even more and more and more and more until you can't move without being tracked and okay and verified. We're in a bad way, a bad way. Meanwhile, they still push up the same old stuff, just vote for this guy, vote for that guy. And I've been telling you for years that institutions and organizations run the planet, not independent people. If a true independent person came along who would 
fix it all for you, you'd be killed so quickly. You'd hardly have a memory of the flash of the photograph that you think you might remember. Ten years ago, I talked about the system being taken down in the U.S. and Canada, especially. It was already gone in Europe. And I said that when the U.S. finishes off its job in the Middle East, wait for it happening. And the Americas will be taking it down at the same time. And they are. Back with more after the following messages. Inbred psychopaths have got control of the planet, 
and we're all sitting back waiting for some strange anomaly to occur when one of their offspring just happens to be not psychopathic at all and comes out and helps us. Well, it won't happen that way. It happens because freedom is something that you, yourself, as an individual, must stand up for, and no one else. No one else can do it for you. No one can give you freedom. And freedom, when it's bought, is always bought at a price. Because tyranny is sadistic, pseudo-masochists who control the planet I don't take kindly to someone standing up for their rights. And the next generation will be placated very easily with credit cards and easy money and a soft life for a generation while those at the top sit and wait for them to die off. And that's what's happening right now. A generation was bribed with pension plans, with uh, insurance for their jobs, unemployment insurance. They were bribed, they were bought off and given easy credit by the big boys and the big institutions, hundreds and hundreds of these institutions all networked together. We're taking all your rights away. And shortly, you're going to hear people crying and crying and crying, foul, foul. And they want someone to blame for it. Anyone except themselves. It's already happening. But we got to break out of this matrix. If we do anything at all, we have to break out of it completely. Understand what is happening, how it's happened. Understand the history of it. Look at the interlocking, this interlocking grid of NGOs, non-governmental organizations, who funds them, the big institutions, royalty, banking, and so on. And then you get the big picture that goes all the way back to ancient Babylon. Because, yeah, it's that old. Knowledge is never discarded, never, ever discarded or lost for those who conquer. Knowledge is power. Knowledge creates the system of conquering. And we are in the process of the final stage where the average person thinks, yeah, we're not good enough as a human being. Human isn't good enough anymore. We're, we're, we should be post-human. We should be better. We should create that which is left in perfect meaning humanity itself and perfect it. And that's where they're going with all of this right now. Big foundations are having world meetings on post-humanism. Meanwhile, I advise everybody who still can think into Aldo Huxley's Brave New World, because that's really what they mean by it. A perfect world of perfect servants, slaves forever. Back with more after these messages. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.
cutting through the matrix and what a matrix it is because reality is illusion. The whole New Age movement was all part of it too. The New Age, just feel good, become God yourself and accept everything as it is. Don't judge anything. Everything is good. Be happy. Don't look at the negative because the negative will pull you down. Meanwhile, a whole generation has passed as they mentally masturbate themselves into this delusion and they've lost everything in the meantime by the real gods, those at the top, those who call themselves gods. After all, what, a go- what is a god? A god is someone who basically has the right of seeing if you're going to live or die, whether you be born or not. Power over nations, that's what a god is. And those at the top truly believe under the Darwinian methodology to go under that they are the pinnacle of all creation. Darwinian socialism. A newer name for much older religions. Now we go to the phones and we have Rick from California on the line. There, Rick. Yes. Oh, hi, Alan. Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can. Oh, how are you doing, Alan? Not Hello? bad. Yeah. Uh, um, I wanted to um, apologize for last week if I misrepresented you, and you said that, um, well, well, like, um, you know, that, that I stand corrected that you said it was their belief that they took on an entity and not, not that, that they actually did, so I'm sorry for that. That's all right. No. Um, but I was just... Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you, well, actually, I was thinking this yesterday, and I could smell it in the air, like, and I want to see if you, if you know, have any documentation or have you read anything. Okay, you know how, you know how Monsanto um, has terminator seeds where, where you can't grow them? They're genetically yeah. mod- unless you go to the company. Well, I could see in the future there being some kind of switching mechanism in, in the reproductive human where you, you, you'll have to go to the company to have a baby. You'll have to. You That's have right. To, um, yeah. What have you read, or is that true? Or? It's already there. They've been patenting uh, the DNA, the Human Genome Project, um, that no one knew was going on for years and years until they told us to, and it was already completed by them. Uh, they've already stated that the companies who did the project now own your genes. Mm, they wow. own your genes. So technically, if you reproduced, they own your child, and that's called slavery in every ancient religion, and uh, these characters certainly do belong to a definite religion. Yeah. It's almost like right back to before the Civil War again, like we've gone full circle. Yes. So, all right, that's, that's all I wanted to share. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alan. Thanks for calling. You have a good day. Very interesting point, though, because because that's exactly what they've done. Um, they're going to own everything, everything that you need to survive as an individual including your right to reproduce. And if you do reproduce and they own you already, then de facto your child is a slave. It belongs to them too. Now go to Cody in Canada. Are you there, Cody? Yes, I am. Can you hear me, Al? Yes, Hello, can. Alan. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Hi there. Uh, well, I've always wondered, who plays the music at the beginning there? Is that you playing on guitar? 
I can't say. <laughs> oh, you can't say? All right. There's then. a lot of uh, legalities and, and uh, upper business there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that little riff there at the beginning there, how it opens every time. And yeah. as your friend that just finished calling here uh, was concerned about uh, our genes being owned, well, as soon as the, his parents registered him with the government, he already became property of the government. I guess he might That's be aware right. of that. Yeah. Your yeah. birth certificate is sold to uh, to the highest bidder, and... Um, Perhaps yeah, I always, I always said, even when I was, I remember when I was six years old, and a family next door had to register their child, and I said, well, you, we all know it's been born, why do we have to register it? And anything that's registered, anything at all that's registered to government, then becomes the property of the government. You are in possession of it, but you're not, you're not the owner. Yeah. That is, that is true. It is true, isn't it? That's why the names are all written in capital letters, which is a, a fictitious person. It's a person. Yeah, it's all fictitious, but the fact is uh, it's backed up with very real bully boys on steroids with, with uh, MP5 machine guns. Yeah. Right. Um, well, Alan, I, I really don't have anything uh, to contribute much to this. I was just interested. I listen to your show every 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 show, or I, I, if I miss it, I listen to the uh, the archives. And I was always curious about that music at the beginning. And you don't want to. I un I understand why. And um, um, let me see. Now I made notes as we were as as I was listening to the program here, and. Uh, Nope, I can't contribute anything more than I love your show. If I want to come and visit you, can that happen? It's possible as long as I have plenty of warning and the time is right. Yeah. Plenty of warning? Do I have to? Do I have to look? Uh, look have a certain appearance? <laughs> it depends how much I've got scheduled and what time of the year it is, and so on. All right. Because some people want to visit, and really, you can't wait to entertain people. Um, they'll drain you. They will drain you. And you've got so much to do. Well, we've got a chance to do things. You can't allow that to happen. Okay, if I, if I was to visit, it wouldn't be for, the, it wouldn't be for um, any other purpose than to help to, to see how I could contribute somehow. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, how would that be done if I was wishing to... You, you, um, you'd have to email me. You'd have to email me. Yeah. Email me. I, I'll email you. I will then. I'll, I'll get off the line, let other um, people get through with some of their issues. And okay. um, thank you for the great service you're doing so far. And thanks for calling. And good... I know. Now, we've got Mo from Oregon there. Are you there, Mo? Yes. Uh, thank you very much again for uh, the best service that you give to the whole mankind from Canada, USA, and all over the world. And uh, you are blessed every day by six billion people in the planet. And I would like to bring to your attention a few items. And one of them is this unemployment rate that they say is 4.7 in the United States is a total lie. The unemployment is minimum is between 15 to 20 percent because in Ohio, in Oregon, in California, Arizona, I mean, many states you look, I mean, uh, those people who are not in the database 
of the unemployment insurance, they don't count them. So only if you collect unemployment, they uh, put you on the their database and then they say, well, this is 4.7, 4.5, or 4.3, etc. So let's be honest, Omar, we're, we're way beyond statistics. Statistics is an old, old game, an old, ancient game. And before statistics came along with science, you see, science must be true. That's the con game. Uh, I think even, you know, Wilson, FDR, and other used the same uh, quote where they said, uh, there are lies, there are damn lies, and then there are statistics. And statistics, absolutely. And that's why George Orwell put statistics all through his 1984 book uh, to con the public. Uh, and people believe it. You know, they believe what they hear through statistics. And sure enough, if you go for retraining or whatever, uh, they will put you down uh, as, as off the unemployment register, but you're still under retraining and you're still getting paid by unemployment. So, yeah, I mean, everything is a con in this system, and it's much, much worse uh, than, than they want you to know. Um, you, you understand what the difference between government and governance is. Now, at the top, they all call it, call it governance. Governance is telling the people what they need to know and right. not any more, and, and no more truth than that what they need to know. They don't want the public panicking, etc. We're managed like cattle, like animals. It's Darwinian theory, you see. It's also based on the fact that we're all animals, we accept it, therefore we can train them like animals. And they're not too far wrong by that. They're not too far wrong because we do adopt whatever culture they give us. If they say be monogamous, we'll be monogamous. If they say screw around like rabbits, we'll do that too. And whatever they give us is now normal. And that is the scientific dictatorship that Huxley talked about. It can be instituted. It has been. It's been very successful. We are now pretty well, for the most part, at their mercy because we've given up our individual sovereignty uh, as, as an individual sovereign entity, spiritual and otherwise, to them. And you see the dysfunction across society, through the families, what's left of them, uh, all through the strata. And we, we have to regain that because if we don't regain it, the game is over. This whole battle is lost. Yes, uh, and uh, the other thing is about the fifth anniversary of the occupation of Iraq. The cost to American society, it is now estimated that occupation is consuming some 12 billion a month and could total as much as $3 trillion. A report by the Joint Economic uh, Committee of Congress found that the war, uh, the war far has cost the average American family of four $17,000, and by the year 2017, $37,000 it will be costing them. So shame yeah. on Bush. Shame to the Chinese. Well, the thing is, too, I mean, it, was, it was spelled out in the United States at the beginning, the very beginning, uh, because uh, Thomas Jefferson said that a nation uh, of a generation who's born into paying off the debt of a previous generation 
are de facto slaves. And exactly. the public today accept that. They accept it quite calmly. They exactly are slaves. Exactly indeed. Yeah. That was it, and thank you very much indeed, and uh, you, I wish you always a good luck. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. Now we've got Joe from Massachusetts there. Are you there, Joe? Hi, Alan. You sound a bit weary tonight. I've got a joke. I've got a tying day, tying week. I'm fighting snow and ice here and all the rest of it. But uh, I also realize that the time truly is drawing in because uh, they're on a big roll right now. It's all around you. It's in the air. It's everywhere. And if we don't truly break out of the, the delusions we're under, stop following all the false flags that they give us to follow, uh, the game is over. Well, along those lines, you helped me see a, a, a media joke that, that I, I fell for for many years. Forbes recently announced they're the richest man in the world, Warren Buffett. Um, he, he went ahead of Bill Gates. And uh, yeah. it's amazing how the new kids in the block end up being the richest people on the planet. Yeah, isn't it a joke? I mean, every year, too, they publish what, uh, who the richest person is and the queen and so on. She's down the list. What a joke. I mean, they have museums in Buckingham Palace just for the royalty and only for their own members to see. Once, I think once the BBC did a, a little tour down one of them, they had diamonds the size of your fist uh, arrayed. I mean, these are the richest people on the planet. So, again, once again, statistics... And, and what to give you to believe distorts perception of reality. And, and it's all a con game anyway. These yeah. characters have controlled the planet for thousands of years. Now, there's another part of the joke that goes a little deeper. That, that's the joke for the public. Now the joke yeah. for, for Bill Gates and Warren Buffett is Gates has uh, promised 90% of his fortune into the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And Warren yes. Buffett has pledged 85% of his fortune, most of which is going to go into the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as well. Now, the way I look at this is I don't know how much they paid in taxes to the government, but it seems like a rather high tax they're paying to their true masters. Yeah, well, the thing is, you see, they're all made pe See, these people are front people. Even Bill Gates is a front person. I am the will of the gatekeeper. That's what it means in high masonry. Even the name tells you who he is. These yeah. are adopted names, you see, for their function. And uh, when Bill Gates came out, uh, he stole stuff from every other existing computer organization, and not one court in the land would sue him, which tells you he was CIA-backed from the beginning. The biggest corporations are CIA and MI6. Yeah. The real corporations, they're very, very real, but they're run by the secret services because they cannot allow other competition, so they have to be out in front and be the biggest. So Bill Gates is just a front man for what's happening. We're being, they could never take the world over without the computer. It could not be done. Everything with, with security worldwide is nothing but tyranny and the branding of every individual on the planet uh, under the guise of terrorism. And, and here's the, without the computer. So they could never allow alternate systems to compete with them. They had to put someone out in front, so he's the gatekeeper. Now, Adam Weishaupt, and also you'll find the same thing 
with the Pope of Freemasonry, Albert Pike, said that through the creation of institutions, big multinational, multimillionaire institutions, uh, they would become the masters over the masters of the world. And that's why they always go into philanthropy. Weishaupt said that under the guise of charity and philanthropy and the sponsoring of NGOs, non-governmental organizations, they would take the planet over. That has pretty well happened. We're going through the final phase of that now. Well, it's, it's um, where the financial uh, people like Gates and Buffett, they transform or evolve, let's use that word, they evolve into philanthropists. They're financial cutthroats, and they evolve into yes. philanthropists. It's like saying a, a shark can evolve into a lamb. Um, yeah. The final part of the joke is the cruel joke for humanity. The f- main focus of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is inoculation and vaccinations. Yes. Yeah, everything you do under, under charity has been to our detriment. Yeah. And once again, because I've trained a public, mainly like, like, uh, like Alol says, Jack's Elol, one of the greatest minds on this subject, all entertainment is propaganda. Whether it's medical, law, etc., it's all propaganda. They've paid the public for the severe benefit back after these messages. years ago. 
look at that start there and work your way up to the present. Look at Moore's utopia as well. And go up to the present time. Look at all the information that's put out by the scientific and futuristic societies. They're heavily funded, heavily funded. Every well-known or famous author you know, even the ones you really like, who can really amuse you and carry along the winds and the tides of the cosmic wind, are all paid for and bought to put ideas in your head to bring you to conclusions preordained by the ones who scripted it. And you simply emulate what you see or hear or think because you don't think at all. We've been brought into a stage of non-existence. A stage where we're so unhappy with being human, we'll give it all up. And if you would truly think that that's the case, then give up now and switch on your television set and watch some soap or some happy comedy with the screaming in its canned laughter and go on your merry way. But for those who can think and understand and understand the potential of humanity, go further because you can't give up now. We must go further. This is a crucial battle. I'm Alan Watt, who's coming through the Matrix from Hamish myself up in Ontario, Canada. It's good night, and may your God or your gods go with you.